Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. How do you have one of the biggest and best sales days ever in your business? What makes an event successful? My guest today is a longtime Pet Boss Club member, Patty Zeller. She's the founder of Animal Connection in Charlottesville, Virginia. It's an award-winning store featuring full-line natural dog and cat products and supporting pet lifestyle services, including grooming, self-wash, training, and a treat bakery. Animal Connection has really embraced this experiential retail concept, winning many awards, including the 2021-22 Retailer of the Year Award presented by Pet Product News International and the 2017 America's Coolest by Pets Plus Magazine. I can't wait for you to join me and Patty in this conversation about how to make your marketing and events successful. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candice Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. So Patty Zeller is here and she is a longtime Pet Boss Club member. You've been a member for four years almost, Patty. Holy smokes. When's yeah. my anniversary? Let's party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we can party by having you here on the show. Thank you so much. So you're a store that I would love to come visit because I remember, you know, during your, oh. your membership, you moved to a new location and this location is so cool. You've got this 
patio in the front and you throw events there and you throw lots of cool events, which we're going to dive into. But I would love for you to just paint the picture for us verbally almost of what it would be like to be a customer coming into your store. Well, it's interesting to watch people come in and I do that at our checkout counter and welcome because I want to see what catches their eye first. We've done something a little bit different. We had sort of a little blank area just to the right of the store. And I've always noticed now that customers look to the left of the store because that's where all the light is. That's where all the color is. That's where all the dogs are. And we used, we now use a little space when you walk in the door, it has big juicy graphics about what can you expect from Animal Connection? What's our loyalty program? What events are coming up? Um, How do you get involved with the SPCA? I mean, all those big graphics like that so people can say, wow, there's something going on here. There's samples there. There's a table there set up with new products or a special or a kibble corner where we're giving something away to a pet rescue that day. I mean, you walk in and immediately know, hey, something's going on here that's community related. Then when you walk into the store, the first thing you see is our amazing bakery counter full of cakes and cookies, cupcakes. There is a scoop your own treat bar. You're now surrounded by walls of treats. Then you're moving into the bone and chew bar. Now you're into the toys and the bones and everything that's stimulating. And we purposely put our pet food at the back of the store because we want people to walk through all the good stuff, you know, with the with the higher percentage (laughs) of uh, profit. So we want them to walk through all that stuff and be, you know, part of the inspiration and get things for their dogs other than just pet food. Yeah. So pet food is what brings people in every month, but we can, if we put it at the front, then they're not going to see all of the other impulsy stuff. We're not even impulse. A lot of it they they do need, but maybe haven't thought about it. Of those other items, the toys and the treats and the shoes, they definitely have those higher margins. So it's cool because I mean, they, they know they're going in for pet food, but they're definitely like, oh man, I'm coming back for this once I get my food. So that's really good. We do have a grooming area, which we have a self-serve dog wash area. We let people have a look into, you know, those areas and see what's going on, you know, what they can be a part of. But the colors are all bright. We we chose colors specifically to inspire staying, lingering. I mean, it, there's wood, there's bright, there's yellow, it's warm. You know, people come and they want to stay. They don't want to just zoom in and zoom out. Yeah. Now, how long have you been in business now? We just celebrated our 21st birthday. 21. <laughs> You're officially drinking age. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it. You've had your business for a very long time. And before that, you were in advertising. So how did this all start? How did you go from advertising to owning a pet store? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I I did own an advertising agency for 20 some years. And there was a time, you know, coming to the end of that where I had three dogs. Two of them had died from cancer. A third one just got cancer. And I was starting to put some things together like, man, maybe something is wrong. I had a brother that was working for the checkerboard brand. So I'd been feeding that kind of food for many, many years. And I started learning about raw food, natural foods. And when this dog came down with cancer, I found a holistic vet. My traditional vet said, yeah, you got two months, get ready. 
And I decided that wasn't going to be good enough. I tried the holistic vet. She said, we're going to try raw diet. What have you got to lose? And so we, we didn't even do chemo. We did Chinese herbs. We did the raw food diet. Um, he lived for eight and a half more years. Wow. And the cancer went away. And, you know, that's really what inspired me to do that. It got a little bit trickier than that. I was also learning how to be a telepathic animal communicator. Really? I didn't um, know that. I don't think. Yeah, I went through to like the professional level and I'm sitting there with my mentor and teacher and helping teach a class. And, you know, we're all sitting there getting very Zen and very quiet. And all of a sudden I go expletive, like, and everybody looked at me like, what is wrong with you? And uh, I said, my dog just told me I needed to close my ad agency and start telling people about a better way to do pets. So I went in and told my husband uh, and said, Earn Dog just told me I'm closing my ad agency and I'm opening a pet store. What do you think about that? <laughs> you don't want to know what he thought about that, but I went ahead and did it anyway. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, again, going back to you being in business 21 years, it was similar to when, you know, I, I was not in, have not been in business that long, but in 2006, so you probably, what year did you start Animal Connection then? It would have been before that. That would have been, well, actually, I, uh, so we celebrated 21 years and two years before I started by having freezers in my garage at my farm and oh, wow. a consortium of like-minded people that also wanted to do raw food. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. remember I bring that up because I remember when I was going to get my business loan to start Dogaholics, I think my family, they were like, are you really sure that people are going to like go into a store that's just for dogs and like spend money on their dogs? And I was like, yeah, of course they will. But everyone thought it was crazy. Yeah. My ex-husband thought it was crazy and pretty much said that if I didn't get his guidance, I would be destined to fail. And I said, watch me. That's right. And, you know, he never came to my store. He never not once stepped into my mm -hmm. store. So I really did this on my own. Kind of sad, but it worked out well. You know, I, I have since remarried and to the most totally supportive person you could ever imagine. So it all worked out and life is good. Yes. yes. And um, that's great. Congratulations on your success. <laughs> so um, what are some fun and interesting things about Animal Connection? Oh my gosh. We call our store, um, our tagline is Virginia's most fun store for pets. And we live and breathe that. I mean, our staff is great. It is like a party. <laughs> uh, the fact that we have such a vibrant community where our, where our store is located. Boy, when you say location, 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 we hit the jackpot. This area is an art park. It is anchored by three really well-known local favorite restaurants, a huge farmer's market, a common area, a brewery, bike shops. I mean, everything you could think of is there. So we have outdoor music, we have events, we have a weekly farmer's market. That's the biggest one in our area. So we have so many things going on, but it's, it's just like when I get to the store in the morning, I know something fun's going to happen. It's, it's just a great, great location. I have crazy people that work at our store. I mean, I hire for personality. I can train products, but I'm hiring personality because I really want these people to be able to interact with customers and be curious and inquisitive and, and just always, always fun. 
Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, that's why I want to come visit because it sounds like an amazing place. Not your typical strip mall at all by any means. You know, I I wanted to have you on today because you do plan some really amazing events. So not only are these cool events happening in the district where your shop is located, but you also plan some really neat things. And, And just speaking of your 21st birthday, you know, you did celebrate in a really big way with that. So what I want to do is walk through a couple d- different events mm-hmm. and really understand what they are and then what's made them successful to you in your eyes as we go through each of them. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to back up just a little bit. Uh, during COVID with people opting for delivery, you know, we were offering delivery, but we really wanted to make something a little different happen because, you know, we're the different guys. And so we started by creating little mini events that people could enjoy in their car when they were coming to pick up their items. I mean, everything from, I would dress as Easter bunny or Santa Claus would be there delivering their presents, or we would do curbside karaoke where we would sing with these people and people just really got to love, love, love this, this kind of idea. So we, we carried it through even after things started opening up, you know, post COVID. The reason we did that, is, you know, you can compete against online giants all you want to, but creating an experience within your store is what brings people back. So we look for events. I mean, big ones, little ones. I mean, sometimes they're just little mini events that are either something that's on trend or something that has to do with a holiday or the national day calendar. I mean, you you can make any day an event. That's kind of how we position our, our store is we're the place you want to be where there's always something cool going on. This 21st birthday was just outrageous. We had so much dealer and supplier participation. Our gift bags were like eight pounds oh heavy <laughs> of gift bag. I mean, and all of this was donated. We could not believe how generous they were. Mm-hmm. So we, we made the whole event a four-day experience. I mean, okay. one day uh, we were doing uh, mimosas and ham biscuits while people were shopping with 21% off our items. The next day, 21% items. But in the evening, we all gathered around our patio and we had brought some beer. I have a signature beer called the Big Dog Blondale. So that was available. And then Friday and Saturday, people could come into our store they could play 21 with me, the dealer, and you know win prizes. They got their gift bags, and we used the gift bags. Um, you know, we were pretty liberal with them. I mean, technically, they should have only been given if you were part of our six box your know, loyalty program. But you know, we want people to shop, so we want people to be excited. So we had enough for anybody that made any kind of purchase at all. You know, those people are that originally intended to spend like five bucks on a treat. Yeah. They're now, now coming back and buying lots of other things that they found in the gift bags. So you know, it, it ended up working out to be a really strong event that helped us gain a lot of new customers and helped us really tell our older customers how much we appreciated them. I love that. I love that you put it over a four day period and not just one day, you know, you really maximized the busy weekend. I'm curious though, cause I know our listeners might be wondering too, how soon did you start promoting this anniversary? Oh, wow. Probably, I would say at least three months ahead of time. 
Wow. We had it on our calendar then, and we gave a little heads up, save the date. The months before, you know, again, another reminder, save the date. And then we started trickling in newsletter information and social media every week, like, oh my God, we got something else that's going in our gift bags. We know you're going to want it. You know, as things were coming in, we were giving previews to what they could expect. Two weeks before the event, we had plenty of social media. We sent out newsletters three times that week to our customer base because there were going to be some things that the newsletter subscribers got that the general public did not get. Our anniversary also fell on a fifth Saturday. So we had to remind our newsletter people like, hey, kids, bring your gift bags because whatever you put in that bag is going to be 21% off, not the usual 20% off. Mm -hmm. So we were really in touch. It was probably not the most, it was probably the most successful event in store we've ever had. It was also, even after 21% discounts, our biggest sales day in customer history. Well, congratulations. I know it's really wild. Like even when you set goals for yourself, sometimes then when there's so much promotion and so much buildup and exciting yeah. things going on that it kind of can really exceed your expectations. That's, that's yeah. what happened for you. It was amazing. One other question for you, because I know they're thinking it, they're thinking it is, did that 20, 21% off apply to food? What'd you do? It applies to everything. There you it go. Everything in the store, not just food. And uh, there were some regular customers that we did let pre-order. Wow. Like, hey, this is yeah. coming. You're a great customer. Right. Thank you. Let me know ahead of time. We're going to have your order ready for you if you want to buy in bulk. Yeah. And what's great is that, you know, I know people worry about it eating in the margins. You don't make that much off food, but this isn't all the time, guys. This is like a big celebration, a one-time thing, a way yeah. to say thank you to your customers. So it is. I would advise people that if you're going to plan something like this, this is why you go to trade shows. We started acquiring items for these gift bags at Global, which is what, six months before? Yeah, it was back in at the end yeah. of March, yeah. Yeah, six months before. So we started letting our suppliers know what was happening. We also got more items at SuperZoo. We were in constant contact with our suppliers and distributors. As if there were sales, we were asking for deeper discounts on things. And there was a cool thing that we did that we hadn't tried before. We now have a supplier distributor newsletter where we send it to everybody that sends us things. And we let them know about our events coming up. So now they're contacting us about hey, here's how we can help you. And it's kind of funny because we don't do this as a BCC. We let everybody see who's getting this newsletter. So now they're getting competitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, this is the first year we've tried that. And boy, I can highly recommend that little trick. Yeah, it is a, you know, another extra step and something to do that we have to add to our to-do list, but it mm -hmm. can really, really pay off. And, our, you know, we have to remember that those vendors are there to, to move the product. And if their product isn't being, you know, in our stores or isn't being featured to customers, then the consumer could, could pick a different brand or one of their competitors. So they are there to, to help us, you know, make, be more successful. You've kind of hinted about another event, which I have no idea what this one is. It's called Yellowbone. This kind of started between one of my other customers and I, and we are big Yellowstone fan. Oh, yeah. I was wondering. I was wondering yeah. if that's what it was. We're counting the days to season five premiere, which is on the 13th. And as we were talking, I mean, her dog loves to wear outfits. This is a multi-boo that has 
a closet that's bigger than mine. <laughs> no, Coco's got these great cowboy outfits. I went, really? I said, and this is how this all developed. And we just decided we're going to make a little cowboys event in the store the day before. I have had custom-made Yellowstone bandanas for these dogs, little cowboy hats. We're going to make a cookies in our bakery that look like cowboy boots and the state of Montana and then the Yellowstone brand and, and around cookies. So, you know, it may not be our biggest promotion. We'll probably put things like beef products on sale or something like that to go with it or anything ranchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's just fun. You know, I know there are a lot of other stores that maybe will do things on trend like Harry Potter mm-hmm. or Squid Game or things like that. Just looking to see what's on trend, what people are talking about is really great fun to make an event with, we think. Yeah. And what I like here with this one too, is that it's an interest of yours. And so you're able to bring as an owner, part of something that you enjoy um, Mm -hmm. and integrate it into your marketing and into your store, which I think is really important because you know people buy from people and you're going to find those customers who are also big Yellowstone fans to connect with you. Because not only is it that you like Yellowstone, but you also have been very involved with horses and you still are, right? So I'll take any chance to wear my cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that yellow bone may be kind of a stretch, but we're going to play with it and see where it goes. Awesome. I love it. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, right now, this is, we're being recorded and we're airing it in October. And so that's Halloween. And you know, so many pet businesses you participate in Halloween events, whether they, sell some cookies or they host pet parades. So tell us about what you have planned for Halloween. Well, right now we're doing uh, a lot of bundling. We are making gift boxes that have um, a spooky boneyard collection. Um, Yesterday we had someone call us and said, hey, I'd really rather give out trick-or-treat, dog treats for trick-or-treaters. What can you do for me? I was like, cool, how many do you want? Oh, I'll take about 60. Great. I have $5 gift certificates going out to 60 people because that's what we put in our little treat bags. So then we got the idea of like, man, we could just make these in boxes of a dozen and start selling them. And yesterday they flew off the counter. So obviously people are liking that same kind of idea. What else are we doing? We do have a costume contest. We usually get about 100 or so dogs in the costume contest every year. Even during COVID, we had plenty. So we have that happening on our patio. We have five different rescue groups coming to share information. Um, they will also compete in the costume contest. There's a special prize for rescue group people. We're going to do some games like bobbing for hot dogs, or we have a photo booth set up with a professional photographer. It's going to be a pretty big day. Do you celebrate? So let's see, Halloween this year is on the Monday. So what, what day of the week do you tend to have this event saturday the 29th okay yeah and uh the the object with that too is the big farmers markets going on we have a grassy area between us and the farmers market so you know we'll have a parade and let people know what we're doing and that usually gets a lot of attention people love to see dogs in costumes they do (laughs) (laughs) so what what makes an event successful in your eyes it's not always sales, but it's awareness. I mean, some of our events have really maybe nothing to do with sales, but they have to do with community. We are very excited to be in a location where 
it's smaller houses and apartments and townhomes, real, a real vibrant downtown area. We are creating community. We're trying to emphasize that we're the place that people want to be to share their dog and cat experiences with us. I think attendance and social media feedback is really important for us because even if people don't come, if they see an Instagram or Facebook post about, oh my God, we had so much fun doing whatever it is, that also brings people in. So for me, yes, the sales are great. Sales are important. But for me, it's more about building a community because that's really what sets us apart from the big box stores. What advice do you have for someone who might be feeling discouraged about their events that they're hosting and putting together because maybe they're not getting the results that they want or the attendance, you know, maybe their customers aren't quite responding? Any advice you have for them? Yeah, talk, talk to your distributors and suppliers and see how they can help you. I mean, they're your best friends. I mean, you never know what they're going to come up with. If you are giving away something, find a way to get them back a second time. Although we do give away items like in gift bags or monthly little promos, there is always a bounce back coupon. Excuse me, not a coupon, a gift certificate. We always want to give them something to get them back into the store. Uh, when people are getting treat bags for the Halloween event, there is a gift certificate for them to come back and buy their holiday shopping. When we do something for, for the Christmas and Thanksgiving, there's a gift certificate for them to come back in January and February to get them back in the store. Um, we find that people are very responsive to even a small gift certificate, like $5. They're not gonna really pay attention to a coupon, but that gift certificate is like gold to them. We don't put expiration dates on them, we let them spend them anytime they walk into the store. So those are probably the two most important things I have. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, use your social media to the best of your ability. Get your media involved. If you have a rescue group with a big following, there's your ticket. Invite them to be a part of your event. Our biggest rescue group has over 10,000 people on their email list. They are sharing my events all day long and you, you cannot buy that kind of advertising anywhere. Yeah. And so I think, you know, if people are feeling discouraged, it's really about probably consistency with events and getting the word out ahead of time, finding partners to work with, and really kind of thinking that even if just a few people come, that's just still a great experience for them. And we can invite them to come back again in the future. Absolutely. I mean, give, give the few people that show up something to really talk about and share, and you'll find that it will build as the years go on. Yeah, so Patty, I love that you've shared so much about these events. You've shared some tips on how you work with your vendors and market these events to make them a success. Thank you for sharing so much. I took, I know I took a lot of notes in just the 30 minutes that we've been talking. Oh. <laughs> I can guarantee you that our listeners have also been taking notes. I'm an open book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as a you know, longtime Pet Boss Club member and a very still seasoned and successful business owner, what do you love about the Pet Boss Club? You know, how, how have we helped you? Well, what I like best is it is such a community of people that are really interested in sharing, sharing good things, bad things, things that are helpful. You know, sometimes uh, in some areas, people get really uber competitive and they don't want to share. But uh, I find that kind of frustrating because there's nobody that came into this world knowing everything there is to know about retail. 
-hmm. And a lot of people have helped me along the way, given me great ideas, helped me to be a better planner. You know, these are the kinds of things I learned from Pet Boss. And I just feel like it's, it's your honor and your duty to share what you have learned. That's one thing I appreciate so much about Pet Bosses. It's a real giving and caring community. There's nobody in that community that doesn't want their fellow competitors to succeed. And I've heard you say that before. When when one of us succeeds, everybody succeeds. Yeah, it's it's a great fellowship and a and a great support system as well. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's important. I you know it's important for us to have a space where we can learn and continue to grow because I do believe that that when any small you know like when any storefront is filled with a small business owner, it's a good thing, right? And exactly. the work that the the professional development that you know all our members are doing, and then when they come back and share with the group, it makes us all stronger. And then what happens is when we become stronger as business owners in our communities, other business owners, it could be like a women's boutique or the pastry shop, they're going to notice what are they what are they doing? They seem so busy, and then we can pass on that knowledge to even other people who are not even in the pet space, right? And right. Really impact others in our community. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. I just want to leave everybody with one of the things that you had said today was that success is not always about sales. It's also about awareness and community. Thank you for being here, Patty. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah. So if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to find you? Oh man, you you can go to our webpage at animalconnectionva.com and message us from there. And I answer every message. So any questions, any comments, you know, lay them on. We're here for you. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here today, Patty. All right. Thanks, Candace. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? You know, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, Stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.